Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, I'm coming to you from Steamboat, Colorado, where I'm at an event uh, with GoBundance at the Champions event. And I, I got to tell you, um, being in a, you know, a room of you know, 50 other guys, amazing high performers, um, literally, you know, just some of the best guys in the world, uh, from, from all walks, you know, well-rounded family health, um, all the pillars of go abundance, um, genuine contribution, extreme accountability, all the things. But anyway, I'm sitting in this room and something came up this morning that has been kind of a theme in my world. Um, one of my early mentors told me that if you ever want favor with someone, if you ever need favor with someone, you have to get in front of them. You got to see them face to face. So an example would be, can you imagine you know, needing to get a $2 million loan from a bank and just calling somebody up and being like, hey, can I speak to a business banker? I need to get a $2 million loan. Well, that might happen um, on a rare occasion and it might happen more often, you know, to where you don't need to go sit in front of them after you've built a relationship. But generally speaking, you're going to want to, you know, take a shower, clean up, go sit in front of somebody. Why? Well, because when you sit face to face with someone and they can see your face, they can look in your eyes, it develops trust. It develop or the opposite if you're not a trustworthy person. But, but the reality is if you want favor with someone, you have to get in front of them. And so a quick story, um, when I, I think it was 2000, yeah, so it was 2007 when I owned uh, our first company. We had a, a big gold mining company that was based out of Canada that went bankrupt. And long story short, they had a bunch of um, government issues with the EPA. Um, their roaster had been shut down, which is this thing that basically separates the gold and blah, blah, blah. I won't get technical on it. But, but long story short, their emissions were, were too strong or too high. And so they got shut down for all these reasons. Anyway, they called our company to come in. We did a, um, you know, a bunch of pipeline stuff and, and propane lines and that kind of stuff. And so we were putting in a new vaporizer to their roaster that was part of the upgrade package that needed to be done as well as some exhaust systems. And so we had two crews working 24 hours a day, um, 12 hour shifts. Uh, so one all day, one all night. And we knew this company was on the rocks. We knew that they were, um, you know, having some financial issues. And so we required that they paid us on a seven day pay term, which if you know anything about the gold mining industry or these huge, you know, um, international companies, getting one of them to pay you on a seven day pay period is like pulling teeth. Number one, us getting the invoicing done. Number two, them getting it through AP. But that was our requirement. We'll do this. Um, and obviously with two 12 hour shifts, seven days a week, there was a lot of, um, you know, overtime involved, et cetera. So short version, we were billing $400,000 a week to this company and they went bankrupt. They literally one day, one morning, our crew showed up and there was a, the gates were shut, chains were on the door, bankrupt. Um, government had shut them down. They had no money. They ran out of funding and you know, they owed us at that point in time, it was about $380,000. And so we immediately went into, at, you know, at that point in time, that was a lot of money. It still is a lot of money. But essentially, we owed a vendor that we had bought parts from specifically for that job. We owed them like $140,000. 
Um, we're not, you know, we already paid all of our guys labor, the overtime, everything else. And so we're out, you know, probably out of the 400,000, we're probably out 280, $300,000 of this money. That's just lost that we've already paid for that we're not going to get. And I immediately remembered my mentor saying, if you need favor with someone, you got to get in front of them. And so this is how crafty entrepreneurs are. Um, and the way our minds think I'm like, I immediately go into scramble mode. How am I going to get this money? And I remember that, you know, get in front of them, get in front of them. If you want favor, get in front of them. So I found out number one, their CFO had just been fired. And I found out through a news article that they had appointed an interim CFO, um, who was their controller. The guy's name was Sean. And so I did a Google search, found the name or the phone number of the corporate office. And I just, I called him, I picked up the phone and some of you are gonna be like, no way, this didn't happen. It totally happened. I picked up the phone and I was like, hi, can I speak with Sean Hendricks in the uh, receptionist was like, yeah, can I tell him who's calling? And I said, this is Mike Ayala from uh, Yukon Gold in Northeastern Nevada. And she said, yeah, hold on a second. I fully expected, you know, to get the wall and possibly maybe to get his voicemail, maybe to get a response saying, Mr. Heinrichs is busy, um, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Hello, this is Sean. I'm like, Sean, this is Mike. Um, I live in Northeastern Nevada. I'm one of your vendors at the gold mine there and kind of gave him the short version of what was going on. And I said, listen, I have 75 employees and this is going to completely sink us. Is there anything you can do to help us? And he said, well, yeah, let me see what I can do. And I said, by the way, I'm going to actually be there um, next Thursday. And this is, let's say this is like Monday or something. I'm actually be in town already for another meeting can I come and see you? And he's like, yeah, sure. How does one o'clock look? And I said, perfect. Now here's the thing. I wasn't going to be there. I didn't have another meeting, but you know, I wanted to make it easy for him. I didn't want him to think that I was flying into town just to see him to, you know, badger him to get my money. I just basically said, Hey, I'm going to be around the block in Vancouver, Canada. Just happened to be there. And he set an appointment for me. I flew to Vancouver, Canada. I rented a hotel. I met with Mr. Heinrichs the next day. And, you know, went to the corporate offices, sat down with him, told him the whole story, what was going on, what was going to happen. And he said, look, I appreciate you coming here and meeting with me. Um, my hands are tied in certain areas. Um, there, this is going to go to a bankruptcy court, et cetera. But he said they did give me um, a slush fund. I don't remember what he called it, but he basically had an account that he could use at his discretion to pay certain things. And he wrote me a $75,000 check that day. And you know, while that didn't solve all the problems, um, it sure helped a lot. And I'm fully convinced that, well, let me tell you first, it ended up going, you know, through a year of year, year and a half of bankruptcy. We ended up getting paid finally, but you know, sitting on $300,000 for a year and a half, that, that was, that was challenging. That was painful, but I'm fully convinced that had I not gone and sat in front of Sean Heinrichs, um, I don't, I don't think we would have gotten the $75,000 plus at every stage, he would always answer my call. He would always answer my emails. And um, there was a couple of different joint lawsuits and people that were you know, fighting and wanted lawyer's fees and back stuff and all this. And anyway, I stayed, because I was communicating with him and we had a good relationship, I stayed in a different lawsuit. I didn't end up getting you know, attorney's fees, but we didn't have a lot of them because we stayed in this little group of people that waited for their money and you know, worked with Sean and communicated with him. And it all ended well. Anyway, here's the part, the point of this whole conversation. As my mentor Barry used to say, if you want favor with someone, you have to get in front of them. I'm fully convinced that had I not gotten in front of Sean, I would not have gotten paid 
that $75,000, number one. And number two, um, the people that stayed in the lawsuit, it ended up taking three or four years for them to get their money plus lawyers fees and all this stuff. And I think they ended up settling. I don't remember what the outcome was, but if you want favor with someone, get in front of them. If it's a banker, if it's a date, can you imagine like asking someone to, you know, go on a date or marry you or whatever via zoom? Like that's just not even a thing. And so back to the champions event, we're sitting here at this GoBundance champions event and we're watching a video on what's going on in the world right now with, um, uh, the coronavirus, uh, the cerveza sickness as uh, George Gammon would call it. I'm watching this video in, in this, in, in the group this morning. And there was a bunch of conversations going on about what we thought about what was happening with the Delta variant and everything else. And I think we're really at a point where certain people are going to end up with an unfair advantage. Um, Robert Kiyosaki wrote a book called unfair advantage from a financial perspective a while back. But I think that we're at a point in time where there's certain people that are going to have an unfair advantage that are not full of fear. They're not hiding in their caves. Um, they're healthy. They're focusing on their health. They're eating well. Um, you know, they're, they're not hiding out They're Now, listen, there's people out there and I understand this completely that have autoimmune disorders. They're, you know, their immune systems are compromised. You know, maybe they have diabetes, whatever, all these different reasons why people should not go out. But here's what I'm here to say to you. One of, one of the pillars that I've been least strongest in is health. And I'm realizing more than ever that health and longevity is the most important part of all this. But here's the thing that I think is really happening in the world today and what's being eroded is we're losing favor with other humans because we're not seeing them face to face. And when you get in a room of 50 people like, we, like I'm in right now at GoBundance, um, and this is the champions event, and then we go into um, uh, four or five days of you know being with I think another 150 guys or something like that. I think there's like 220 people that are going to be here. Being face-to-face with 220 people and being able to get to know them, get to connect with them on a genuine level, um, you know, authentic relationships, building all that. You can do a little bit of that on Zoom, but tell me honestly that if 220 of us were sitting in a Zoom room for two or three days, that that's the same as being in a conference room live, sitting around tables, having lunch, having genuine, authentic conversations, you cannot replace that. And that's what this COVID sickness, and I'm not here to say whether it's real or not real or whatever, what I am saying is that we need to get our health in order and and the most important thing that we have is human connection. Everybody's always looking for you know the reason why they're on the earth and what is my purpose and what am I here for? And all of that in some way indirectly or directly comes back to human interaction because even if you're here to change the world like henry ford did with the automobile or like steve steve jobs did with with apple and the ipod and the iphone what's the point of any of that if it doesn't benefit humans and if there's not a relationship piece involved in the human interaction so you know as my mentor said so wisely if you want favor with someone, you've got to connect with them face to face. And that's just not on the business front. It's not just on the banking front. It's not just on, you know, an employee front or whatever. It's on every front. If you want human interaction and favor with another human, you have to see them face to face. And for those of us that figure out how to overcome this um, and overcome the fear that's associated with it, we're going to have an unfair advantage. So Um, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to do or how to live or what to believe or anything else, but I do know that human interaction and bringing value to other humans and relationships with other humans 
is the most important part of our existence on earth. It's the only reason we're here. And all this stuff that's happening right now is eroding that at the core fabric. And so, you know, whatever that is, if it's a group of, uh, you know, small people, a small group of people, large people, whatever it is for you, um, figure out how to not isolate yourself and get that human interaction piece because isolation breeds desolation and there's scripture after scripture, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick and um, all kinds of stuff in Proverbs that talks about isolation and it's not good for us. It's not good as humans. I mean, even the scripture that says it's not good that man should be alone and it's talking specifically about having a wife, but going out and, you know, building a family and building connections and relationships and all of that. So important. So um, just on my heart, you know, being here, I'm so fortunate through COVID that, you know, we were able to continue to travel and I've had go abundance in different groups that I'm involved in to keep that, you know, human connection relationship um, first and foremost. But just wanted to challenge you. If you're already doing that, keep doing it. Go deeper with relationships. If you're isolated, um, you know, maybe figure out how to slowly figure out what you need to do in order to get out of that isolation because all we have at the end of the day is each other and our connections and the relationships we build. So hope that helps. Go out there and make it great. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.